You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Good morning, church. I'm so glad to be back here. It's not new to me, and I feel at home here whenever I come because of the great love and the partnership we enjoy with the Elam here. As you've seen, uh, the the worst part of our uh, district or the state, which has got 130 million people, the small state, with big people. And uh, Pastor Luke and his wife and others visited that place uh, to start, actually to dedicate a place called um, where we started a project for 125 children because it was, they were totally neglected by the government and uh, there was no road to reach. Uh, we took him to a rough road to show him what is Bihar. And there, uh, you know, because of that, those children, when we dedicated that uh, place, uh, Pastor Luke, uh, Luke must be very happy because those children, now they are in the eighth standard. You know, there is no government school functioning uh, so our people teach them, even though we are not recognized as a school, but we teach the children. And these children were challenged to the next one. They go to the next village deeper in the jungle. And during the rainy season, you cannot go because of the flood. And there the village is totally untouched by any uh, government schemes or anything else. And these children were challenged by the work our people were doing. And they took Jesus as well as education to those 85 children. Those who are not having any access to the education institution. And they started the tuition center. And I met a girl in one of my visits and she was crying. Uncle, we could go only two days in a week and that too walking four kilometers, then coming back, and we teach them for one and a half hours. I want to go every day, because they're so pathetic. I want to tell you here a secret. The gospel and the love of Jesus can drive anyone to a place. They were enemies to this tribe. This tribe is called Oral. The other tribe is called Karwar. Karwar had a practice of killing at least 15 people every year because somebody's head will turn like this until they sacrifice a human, it will not come straight. That was the practice in the month of April. Anyway, the gospel was preached to them. There was transformation. Now that custom is totally abolished from that area by the power of the gospel. And these children become a bridge to bring that two tribes to such a peaceful atmosphere because we are having a God who makes peace with man and bring peace between people. And that is the proof that what God can do in a place like that. And I thank you for uh, standing with us in uh, um, making that project as well as this high school. The ground floor was made by this church and we are so thankful. Uh, somebody on seeing the donation by Elim, they put the first floor, but it's not yet over. 
<laughs> anyway, we want to upgrade these children so that they can be employable. And may the Lord uh, do the rest of the work through the people of God. And I have been assigned uh, to start a topic which, is, which we are going to meditate. And this is only a, a starter and a big meal, which is we are going to get from your pastor, um, Steve. And that is called, The Lord is My Shepherd. I'm always fascinated with this song because the first book I read was Bible, and I was three and a half. My mother being a teacher, she taught me to read the Bible first, and the first verse I read was, The Lord was my shepherd. And that is a custom in my family, in my father's family as well as mother's family. Every child born, they should recite uh, three verses to start with. One is Jesus wept. In Tamil it's so easy. So <laughs> they teach that. And then the second verse is, uh, I am the living bread. Again, the third one, the Lord is my shepherd. And the first ever chapter we memorize in the Bible is this 23rd Psalm. So I'm fascinated when I received a message through Pastor Wiki uh, that you must uh, stick on with our regular program. So I am also taking you to your journey a little bit so that you may enjoy the meal coming. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I always get refreshed when I hear, remember that incident. One mom was teaching a little girl. Come on, memorize. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The little girl said, the Lord is my shepherd, that's all I want. <laughs> you know, even though she made a mistake, but it conveys such a powerful, powerful statement to make an understanding of this psalm. And this psalm I love most because of one more thing. It has got everything a Christian needs. It talks about the rest. It talks about the fulfillment. It talks about the satisfaction. It talks about my purpose. It talks, my, uh, talks about my God is my uh, fighter. And he saves me. And he takes me to the eternity. From the day-to-day -day life, to that eternity, this psalm is taking a travel so that we can under better understand your spiritual growth as well as your life on this earth. Friends, I want to tell you, when you meditate upon this psalm, please go deeper and deeper and deeper because this psalm became a very big comforting word for so many millions and billions of people from the day it was written. But I, want, I don't want to take, the, take you for a big journey. I want to divide the first words into small words so that you can understand the depth of this psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. It starts with the Adonai, the Lord. What does it mean? I want to tell you sometimes the disciples of Jesus also were making mistake in knowing Jesus as one year teacher. 
that's what you see in john 13 chapter jesus had to correct them at the end of his ministry when he was washing the feet of the disciples he wanted to correct them hey you are calling me teacher good you are calling me lord good you are doing right but the order is not right turn with me to john 13 chapter verse 13 and 14 you can see jesus was talking to the disciples you are calling me teacher and lord true but in the 14th verse he said i am the lord and the teacher it is easy to understand jesus as a teacher in india it is a common understanding with many many gurus many many saints and sadhus they call jesus as a great teacher but it's not sufficient to know jesus as only your teacher friends i want to tell you he must be your lord first then he must be a teacher don't change the order unless you understand jesus as your lord master for all your life you will never enjoy the blessings of this song i want to tell you a small incident which happened in the month of last november we were celebrating the 50th anniversary in 25 places one day thanksgiving meeting because of the situation persecution all around we were gathering about 1000 to 1500 people in different places so that we can celebrate as well as giving thanks to the lord for his faithfulness for the past 50 years of our ministry and in one place i visited that was the most persecuted area region of our ministry there when i went the invitation was given to only 1200 people but there were 2400 people an indian way of preaching is for hours so i was preaching until evening 4 o'clock it's like jesus in developed countries you you cut short the teacher jesus method you you are you are getting bored after far, half an hour but we don't get bored even after half a day of preaching <laughs> anyway uh, i was preaching until 4 o'clock and at the end of the meeting my, the, the the worker over there the missionary over there he came to me uh, can you accommodate one girl to give a testimony i said okay they brought a girl 19 years old college going girl she was so short not only short her shape was she was shapeless i can say no the upper part was okay the second part was like a duck she couldn't walk straight she could walk like a crab sideways and exactly like a duck you know when they brought her to the stage she was climbing on the stage and uh, her name is manju and she gave a bold testimony because his father who was our missionary over there started a work 3 years back and he could win 250 people to worship the lord because god was using him powerfully to deliver people and because of that people came to the lord 250 people baptized and they built their own church with the mud putting asbestos on the top but the covid took him away he was a 
he was a robber to start with he used to steal people he was a terror in the region but he came to the lord started the ministry he made a such an impact we were so worried we were so worried about the ministry this man who was used for bringing so many people what would happen to the ministry so i myself took the first son who was in the 10th standard to the bible college so that he can continue the ministry there because the family was well known there and when that boy bro- was brought to the bible college after four months this meeting took place and she was saying hey and she was almost like a preacher and i asked my worker what happened to the church he said elder brother they used to call me like that bade bhaiya 50 more people are baptized after she took over the church i said in four months they said yes i was looking at manju she was shapeless i put the microphone before herself manju how come people don't question your shape and your need how come people are getting delivered when you pray and how come people accept jesus as a savior she simply said uncle it is simple they don't see me my outside they see inside because i have a savior who is lording my life i tell you manju was a challenge to me i'm preaching this jesus for the past 50 years in north india without a language i went there without knowing anyone i started the ministry without attending a bible college i went jumped into the cross culture ministry but she became a challenge because she could say i i asked her i interviewed her after the meeting also i asked her manju how come it's possible is that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want that was a very verse she had repeated and you know it was a great thrill to me yeah. friends if you know your god as your lord master of your situation master of your day to day life master of your needs you will simply shout you will not see what is happening outside you will see what is inside i love the song they sang yeah, the the holy spirit just turned jesus is in me Every morning when you come here to worship the Lord realize and surrender you are not only a teacher Jesus I am from the place where Buddhism started Buddha and be a teacher even in New Zealand I met some of the people on the flight and they were talking uh, Buddha was a great teacher yes I saw I know he is a teacher but I have a savior <laughs> I have a lord <laughs> and not only you understand the disciples even after walking with jesus for three and a half years seeing miracles and performing miracles they could see jesus as a teacher but jesus said correct yourself let me be your lord first and then let me teach you today morning the lord is challenging you lord is challenging you do not give my place to anyone else anything else let me be lord then my 
verse says, is my shepherd. It talks about the essence of the presence of God. And not only that, the personal relationship this man developed with his God. He is mine. I am, I belong to him. I want to tell you and share you, share with you another testimony. We are taking care of 3,000 children on the whole, but we are taking care of 800 special children born to the prostitutes. You may not believe that. There is a community called Nut Community. For the past 15 generations, they are, they are knowing only prostitution. And in the vicinity, that is where I am living in Bihar, in 30 kilometers radius, there are 52 hamlets where these people are living, making money, selling their flesh. And the Lord burdened us and our missionaries, and we started the work among these people through the children. And these children are exposed to pornography at the age of five. Because the mother used to show the children the pornographic blue films so that the children will be so polluted in their mind to start with. At the age of seven, they induct, inject drugs, mild drugs to start with those so that they can withstand the pressure. At the age of nine, they sell the children to the prostitution market in Calcutta or Mumbai or practice there. And when we made inroad into this, one girl joined the project. We don't keep the children in our home, but we send them back to their, uh, uh, to their houses so that they can be an element to transform their mothers. I want to tell you, friends, one girl, a very shy girl, Anjali, she came into our project. We are taking care of 75 children in that project. Anjali was the one. She was a very shy girl. But in six months' time, she learned a lot about Jesus. She accepted. She received a baptism of the Holy Spirit. And what happened at the age of nine? Without our knowledge, the mother sold her to prostitution. A pim came and took her to Calcutta, which was 550 kilometers away. And there is a place called Sandra Kachi, and he, she was sold. But this girl was not upright, I tell you. What happened? She went to that house where 15 prostitutes were there, and one was dying, bleeding, and she was crying and shouting. This girl, she went into the house, and she wanted to help her, but she was profusely bleeding. What would happen if she died? So this girl was, shall I pray for you? Ask that woman. She said, what is that? This Anjali was thinking, if I explain all these things, it will take time, she may die. She put her hands in the name of Jesus, heal. And she was healed immediately. I tell you, all the 15 prostitutes were lining up for a prayer. And the pimps, the, <laughs> the fellows saw her, she's going to be a menace, so brought her back. And it happened twice. The next time she escaped, 
during the travel, the pretext of going to the toilet, and she got down from the train, ran back to us. Anyway, on seeing her boldness, we trained her. We brought her to the Polytechnic College. And so now, if you come and meet Anjali, she's a lecturer there in the Polytechnic College. <laughs> the education and the love of God and the care given by God's people can lift somebody to that top level. Yeah. I am so glad with Elim because you are also involved in educating the children in a country like this. And where we, two, one out of two ladies cannot write their name in Bihar. Rather, two out of three cannot write. We are living in such a society, that's why we start schools also, along with our evangelism and preaching and establishing churches. That is why we are so thankful to you, because you put a school there, and I already told Pastor Luke, to consider to put one more floor so that we can make them challenging being a lecturer in the colleges so that they can be an influence. Friends, I asked one day, Anjali was traveling with me to Chennai for a meeting. I asked Anjali, Anjali, how are you, how are you doing? Uncle, I am getting pressure from my society. Because of your work, Two villages declared zero tolerance for prostitution. Change. But my village is still there. My mother, even though I'm making money through the college, uh, college teaching, she still pushes me to prostitution, saying that will make quick money. I'm under tremendous pressure. I asked her, how come you stand still? She simply said, I know he is with me. The Lord is my shepherd. He will take care of me. Do you want boldness in the midst of problem and pressure? Come on! Feel the presence of God all the time because he has promised I will never leave you, never forsake you. And more than that, I want to finish with one more thing. The word shepherd in English came from sheep, Heard. Yeah, one who takes care of the sheep. We used to call the pastors of the shepherds. But I visited many countries and many churches. I could see a lot of pastors are not having sheep, but having goats. Uh, <laughs> they jump from one place to another place and go here and there, wandering, not willing to follow the great shepherd. Neither are the living shepherd in the, in the church. Because my Bible says in Matthew 25th chapter very clearly when Jesus said about the lost days in the chapter 25, it's very clear. If you read few verses, you will understand better. And my Jesus said in the 25th chapter of uh, Matthew verses 31 onwards, go back and read during your leisure time. Jesus was talking about the final separation. He said, on the left side, the goats were standing. On the right side, the sheep were standing. And he will tell the right side people, come enter into the joy of your father. You blessed people. 
But for the left-hand side people, he said, you're cursed. You're going to hell, which is prepared for Satan and his demons. If you are a sheep, you will stand on the right side. If you stand on the right, so what is this? What is the sign or what is, an, uh, what is the thing which I can identify, sir? Read through. Jesus said, I was hungry, you fed me. I was naked, you clothed me. I was in the prison, you came to see me. I was in the hospital, you came for help. They will ask, when did you see Jesus like that? Jesus will tell, whatever you did for the little ones, the oppressed and suppressed ones, the depressed people, you have done for me. Do you want to be a sheep under the shepherd? Or do you want to be a goat? Ask the next neighbor. Do you want to be a goat? <laughs> do you want to be a sheep? To enter into your father's joy that makes sense many Christians come into the church singing hallelujah and praise the Lord and go back I don't believe that Christianity I don't believe that I want to finish by quoting the great shepherd the good shepherd and his heart if you turn with me to the 10th chapter of John, he's talking about the Good Shepherd, a beautiful chapter where I can understand the heart of God more than anything else. And he is telling so many things, I'm not going to talk about everything because of lack of time, but I want to bring two things. Number one, if you read the 27th verse, here Jesus declares, my sheep will Hear my voice. Shall I ask a question? Sunday after Sunday, you may be coming to the church. When did you hear God last time? You must have heard men, great preachers. When did you hear the voice of the Lord? Sometimes it comes for admonishing. Sometimes it comes for encouragement. Sometimes it comes to guide you. Sometimes it comes to lead you, comfort you. When was the last time you hear God's voice? I don't uh, forget one incident in the early days of my ministry. I went to Bihar and one tribal woman was very sick. She was having problem in the stomach and uh, myself, her husband and another strong sister, we took her to a mission hospital which was 200 kilometers. Now we built our own hospital here. At that time there was no hospital in the vicinity. So we took her to the uh, hospital. I only drove off of the way and the sister also was driving a jeep. And as we reached the hospital, the doctor ladies checked her and he, she came out she said, the doctor said, she needs an operation within two hours, otherwise she will die. I was there and uh, I was less than 30 kilos. 
what I am today, thinny, bunny boy. And uh, I asked, she has got three children, please do the operation immediately. The doctor said, we are ready, but we don't have blood in our blood bank and she needs blood. And uh, I was, she was asking, the doctor was asking, will you give blood? Being an engineering student, I've never been to a hospital earlier and never knew what is the blood group I belong to. I heard through somebody that is blood has got A, B, C, O, one group doesn't go with the other. That's the only knowledge I had that time. And the husband says, okay, I will give. Because being a husband, he gave an oath or made covenant. And the sister who was with me, she was very strong. She could give seven bottles. <laughs> we were taken into a laboratory. That's the first time I was checking my blood. And they took a little blood from here and for the man also. And that lady went and they took blood not only from here, from here also. So I thought for further tests they are going for more blood. And that time I was praying a sincere prayer. Please listen. I'm telling you a truth from the God's pulpit and in the, among the church. I was praying, Lord, you know I am weak. I'm only 47 kilos. If I give one, one, kilo, one bottle of blood, I may need four bottles back. <laughs> <laughs> and but I know you are a miracle working body. You can change water into wine and you can do this, 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 this. But listen to my prayer. If her blood is A group, change my group into B. <laughs> Whether you believe it or not, I sincerely was praying. <laughs> when the test was going on, I was so happy because when I saw they are taking more blood from that stout sister, I said, she is able, she can give some bottles. I am delivered. The Lord was whispering into my ears. God can take, teach you anywhere. God can speak at any situation. I heard a whisper from the Lord. Son, can you sing that song which you love most? That was a time I used to sing. I was to uh, admire a Hindi song. I'm not a great singer like this choir, but I will sing that chorus alone. Seva karenge pyare prabhu ki Jaisa ki usne kaha Marbi mitenge Pyaare prabhu mein Jaisa ki usne kaha Har dam hum gaayenge Geetu seeke Hameh bacha liya Sabko bacha liya The meaning of the song is Lord, I will die for you. I will serve you. The Lord said, do not tell lies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> While singing, you are saying, <laughs> as if you are going to die. You are not willing to give one bottle blood, but you are saying you are going to give life. I started crying, openly crying. And that man said, don't worry, nothing would happen to my wife. I was crying for myself and this <laughs> 
that is a condition of us many times. We say, God is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. But when the situation comes, we, our prayer pattern changes. Our giving pattern changes. Our living pattern changes. Because the shepherd shows his heart over there. Let me read only one verse. John 10th chapter, 16th. I have other sheep outside. They belong to these folds. They are supposed to be. They must be brought back. If you read the word, Jesus was using a very emphatic must. I must bring them in. Who can do the job? You see, if you say, he is my Lord, he is my shepherd, you are there to understand the shepherd's heart to do something to bring the people, those who are outside for. It is applicable to people in Auckland. It's applicable to people like me in Bihar. There are thousands and millions Never heard the name of Jesus. Never know this shepherd. <laughs> Am I not responsible? If I say the Lord is my shepherd, I must answer his call. They must be brought in. Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancentre.org.nz.